Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver, there's danger on the trail ahead. The desert sun that streamed into the yard of the territorial prison was molten and glassy. It threw a blinding glare into the eyes of Jeff Thompson, who worked with a group of prisoners repairing a section of broken wall. All right, you jailbirds, get to work. Please, a drink of water. Shut up. Got more to do than fetch water for a bunch of cons. Get to work. Jeff didn't ask the prison guard for water. Not that he didn't want it. He would have bartered his soul for a drink. But he knew that asking was useless. Prisons like this were meant to break men, not help them. Even though a man had been convicted on false evidence. But it would take more than livid heat and back-shattering work to break Jeff Thompson. He was a small man of middle age with tight lips that rarely smiled. Cloudy gray eyes screened thoughts that were never spoken. Plans of escape that would someday be fulfilled. Most of these plans hinged on a Colt 45 that was well hidden under the mattress in his cell. Although he didn't know it, at this very moment in the warden's office, a visitor was asking for him. Visitors were the exception, not the rule, at the territorial prison. 
So Jeff was as surprised as the guard who brought the message. Hey, Thompson. Somebody to see in the office. What do you mean? Warden? Ah, uh, somebody from outside. I don't know any... Warden says for you to come in, so get moving. Right in here. He's waiting for you. Thanks. And don't try any shenanigans, because I'll be right outside the door. Hello, Jeff. Oh, it's you. Aren't you glad to see me? No. First time I ever heard of a prisoner who didn't want to see his lawyer. <laughs> Being a prisoner hasn't changed my mind about you, Huck. Oh, Jeff, there's no call for you to feel that way. I did the best I could for him. The cards were stacked against us, that's all. Fake evidence, perjured witnesses. I did the best I could. What are you doing here, Harvey? What do you want with me? Nothing much. I just happened to run across a newspaper from up north. Thought you might be interested. What is it? Newspaper from Shieldtown, Montana. What? Montana. Here, let me see it. Can't do that, Jeff. Against prison rules. But I'll read you a little item here on the front page. Go on, read it. It's the Shieldtown News. Listen. John P. Cartwright, prominent rancher and mining man of Shieldtown, passed away yesterday morning. Cartwright. Dead? Yeah. I figured it would be news you'd like to hear. Does it say any more? Sure. Says the Cartwright estate, consisting principally of rangeland and the gold mine in the Trinity Basin, will undoubtedly pass to Mr. Nathan Black, as there are no Cartwright heirs. So Black is finally going to get what he's been trying to steal for the past 16 years. Now, wait a minute, Jeff. Nate Black has a moral and legal right to the Cartwright place. Hasn't he been the old man's range boss and mine for Black's a crook and you know it. He's my client. That's the same thing. Well... Anyway, Nate gets the ranch in the mine because nobody's ever seen hiding her hair of the Cartwright kid since he disappeared over 16 years ago. You don't know anything about that, do you? Why should I? Oh, no reason. You came down here to talk, Harvey. What is it? No, I just came down Talk here. or I'm going back to work. All right. Nate Black figures that someday you'll be getting out of here. Hmm. Not for ten years. And he thought maybe you'd like to come back to uh, Montana. What's the matter? Pay dirt petered out in a cut right mine? He figures I know where the new load is? Well, to tell the truth, that is one of the reasons. The mine has petered out. For the past two months, we haven't panned anything but a lot of blue pebbles. What? Nothing but a lot of worthless blue pebbles. No gold. Oh, if I was only out of here. That's the spirit. We thought you'd feel that way. No, it doesn't do me any good. Oh, yes, it does. Jeff, you're busting out of here tonight. Oh. And but off a guard. You'll open up your cell at midnight. You'll find a rope hanging over the wall where you were working today. I better get away. We'll be waiting for you outside the wall. All right. By the way, you don't have a gun, do you? Why, I got... No. No, of course not. The guard will slip you on. Understand? I understand. All right. Time's up. Well, goodbye, Jeff. I'll see you some other time. I'm sure you will, Harvey. At midnight, the door to Jeff Thompson's cell was unlocked from the outside, and a guard pressed a gun into his hand. His own gun, the one he had kept hidden for so long, was now beneath his shirt. As he slunk out a side door of the prison and hurried toward the wall, Jeff was worried... It was all too easy to be real. 
Yet there was the rope, just as Harvey had promised it. Hand over hand, he climbed the rough stone barricade and poised a moment at the top to catch his breath. Then he jumped into total darkness. Right here, Harvey. There he is, guard. Right that open space. He's got them together. Who are you? Fuck him. He's an escaped prisoner. I'm in him. Jeff turned quickly, gun in hand. He pressed the trigger. In a flash, he realized the frame-up. They had purposely given him an empty gun. He reached for his own pistol. The one he knew was loaded. Plug him before he gets away. Yeah. Oh, you oh. I have got to get Reach, Harvey. Or I'll blow that lion head of yours into a million pieces. Yeah, listen, Jeff. Shut up. You double-crossing scum. So the idea was to blast me, huh? You don't understand, Jeff. I understand that Nathan Black must be mighty scared of me or what I know. How much did he pay you to frame this killer? Uh, Black, How much? Hundred dollars. Give it to me. Yeah. Two I'll give it back to Black. In lead. Jeff, I've always... And here's it. your share. I should kill you. But I've got more important things to do. Not far from the walls of the territorial prison, two men were seated on their haunches beside an open campfire. One of them was tall and lean. He wore a black mask. The other was a grave-faced Indian. The Lone Ranger spoke to Tonto. That sounded like gunfire a few minutes ago. Mm. As soon as we finish supper, First we'll go... the moves will get his spine split with a bullet. He's behind us, Tonto. Don't move. Mm. That's good advice, stranger. Now stand up, both of you. Yes? Put your hands in the air and turn around. We haven't much choice. Mask man on engine. Outlaws, eh? What do you think? Well, I guess I'm in the right company. I just busted out of prison. I guessed as much. But I'm not in the prod. The only reason I made the break was to stop a gang of crooks from cheating an innocent kid. Well, if you'll tell me what Keep you... him up. Don't drop your hands. All right, what do you want? All I need from you two hombres is a good horse. One that can travel fast. We only have two horses. One's enough for me. I'll ride the paint over there. That's strange. I'd never take you for a horse thief. I'm not stealing your cayuse, just borrowing it. I'll ride till he's winded and then pick up another one. Do you mind telling us which way you're heading? No, I guess I'd better take them shooting irons of yours, too, just to play safe. Throw them down, kick them over this way. Careful now, no tricks. That's better. I'm not going to keep them. You'll find them in the saddlebags and the paint. Call your cayuse over here. Call him, Tonto. Uh-huh. Here's Count. Right smart-looking pony. Well, gents, I'm mighty grateful to you. If you happen to mosey along my trail, you might find this critter along about sunup. Get up, horse. Get up, man. Get up. We ride, Silver. Catch Crook. Yes, Tonto. Here's Silver. Easy, big fella. Unless I'm mistaken, there's more than one crook to be caught. Uh, be ready. Come on, Silver. For hours, the Lone Ranger and Tonto, riding double on Silver, trailed Jeff Thompson, the outlaw. About an hour after sunrise, they reached the outskirts of a small town. Tonto was the first to sight what they were looking for. There's Count. Him wait. All right, Tonto. Oh, Silver. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Huh. Plenty tired. That hard ride. They're both tired, Tonto. We'll stop here for a few hours and hit the trail again. Ah. Kimasabi. Yeah? Took leave guns. They hear him saddlebag. Yes, he kept his promise. That's what puzzles me, Tonto. We're going to follow him no matter how far north he goes. He 
It was almost a week later that Jeff Thompson rode into the corral on a small ranch in northern Wyoming. Whoa, whoa, boy, whoa there. He was dead tired from many hours on the trail, but his eyes brightened when he saw a tall young cowpuncher hurrying toward the corral to greet him. Pa, Pa, where'd you come from? <laughs> South, down the territory. Pa, I had a letter from you. You said you'd gone to South America or someplace like that. You might be gone a long time. Yes, son, I know. That wasn't the truth. Not the... What do you mean? Anybody in the bunkhouse? Well, no, well, let's but... go in there, hmm? I've got a lot of things to tell you. Well, what is it, Pa? Well, to start with, Tommy, I want to tell you a story about an old cowpoke who was working on a spread up in Montana about 16 years ago. Well, who was he? I'll get to that. This fellow wasn't very smart. Oh, he knew plenty about cattle and mining, but not much about human nature. Well, I don't understand, Pa. One day he had a fight with his boss. So for revenge, he kidnapped the boss's motherless kid and hightailed it. Kidnapped a baby? Yeah. Well, who was this man, Pa? Me. You mean you're... I sure ain't proud of what I've done. The scheme kind of backfired on me anyway. I thought I was hurting my ex-boss. But right from the first, I raised the kid and... the little jigger kind of got a hold of my heart. He called me Pa. I called him son. Oh, but I'm the only... You... You mean I'm that kid? Yes, son. You're that kid. Well, then, who's my real father? Your real pa's dead, Tommy. Died last week on his ranch in Montana. What was his name? Cartwright. John Cartwright. That's your right name, too. Oh, I don't care about that. You're the only pa I've ever known. I don't want to change. You don't understand, Tommy. I've been in territorial prison down south. I busted out since I heard that Cartwright was dead. There's a ranch and a played-out gold mine in Montana that are rightfully yours. Oh, I don't want them. I'd rather be with you. Well, Tommy, the only reason I broke out of jail was to square things with you. You've got to go up there and claim what's yours. You see, I know something about that Cartwright mine that nobody hey, else... listen. Somebody's coming. It must be that mask outlaw and engine. They've been trailing me for days. Who are they? I don't know. But I do know nobody's going to stop me from taking you back to Montana. What do we do? Just keep quiet. They'll see my horse outside and they'll come in here. The minute they open the door, I'll start to blast with lead. No, Pa, that's be quiet. murder. I started this show, and I'm going to finish it. Oh, pull Silver, pull Scout, hold on. Hold on. There's horses here, but he's nowhere in sight. Let's try the bunkhouse. Uh, me wait? No, Tonto. I think we've finally reached the end of the trail. Come on. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. Unaware that Jeff Thompson was waiting inside the bunkhouse with leveled guns, the Lone Ranger and Tonto walked quickly toward the door. This is the only place he can be. Uh. Oh, wait a minute, Tonto. We don't know what's behind this door. It's best to play safe. Mm. Down on our knees. Now push the door in. Yeah. Keep your gun ready. Keep them covered, Tonto. Let me do it. You were trying to kill me, so you shot too high. How did I know you'd come crawling in on your hands and knees? You didn't know. That's why you failed. What do you want? I think I'm the one to ask questions. This man held us up, stole one of our horses. I didn't and then... steal. I left your horse where you could find it. Very true. But you escaped from territorial prison. Are you a lawman? No. Then what do you care? You also tried to kill me just now. That is my business. Hey, look here, stranger. I ain't You're gonna... going to talk and talk fast. All right. I'll tell you what it's all about. My name is Jeff Thompson. The boy here is Tommy. Tommy Cartwright. So, if what you say is the truth, all you want to do is prove that Tommy here is a legal heir to his father's mine and ranch. Yeah. If I could do that, I'd be willing to go back to the territory and spend the rest of my life there. How can you prove what you say? It won't be easy. Nate Black is a tough hombre, and so is that shyster Harvey. Well, uh, that depends on how we handle it. We? You, you mean, stranger, you'll help on me? Come on, saddle your horses. We're all heading for Montana. vast spread of Trinity Basin wasn't considered good grazing land. It was made up mainly of broken country, crisscrossing coolies and rocky draws. Many years before, John Cartwright had homesteaded the upper part of it and tried to raise cattle. This hadn't been very successful, so he began placer mining for gold up near Jubilee Peak. But that venture, too, seemed doomed to failure because everyone knew that long before the old man died, he had ceased to pan any pay dirt from the Cartwright mine. Nathan Black, who had apparently inherited the property, was convinced there was a secret ore vein someplace on the claim. The problem now was to find it. All right, Harvey. Fetch another bucket of that sand and limestone. We'll run it through the rocker. Yeah, yeah, don't seem to be getting any place, Nate. We've washed almost a ton of this stuff. And not a speck of gold so Double far. Double in here and shut up. Yeah. Oh, grab a hole. Help me lift this thing into the creek. Oh. I can't understand it. This stuff looks good, but it don't pan out. Yeah, it's no good, Nate. There's no gold within 100 miles of this place. There's got to be. Cartwright took it out of here. That was a long time ago. Now it's played out. Can't be. The old coot wouldn't have been so worried about the place if it was worthless. Yeah. See? Look at what's left. Nothing but a mess of blue pebbles. Yeah. I tell you, Nate... Shut up. A... You can't tell me anything. You haven't done your part of this job yet. What do you mean? And hombre Jeff Thompson's got the Cartwright kid staked out someplace. Yeah, I do believe it. Well, I do. So you were going to have Thompson killed so he couldn't get to the kid. I did, Fred. All you the... did was make it easy for him to get out of prison. Now, and me, right I... now it's ten to one he's on the prod, headed this way. Jeff Thompson can't do anything. He did plenty to you, unless you're lying. But suppose the Cartwright kid is alive. He can't prove it. He could come into Shale Town and raise an awful ruckus because I inherited this property. You've got a ranch, ain't you? What do you care about this played-out place of mine? 
It ain't worth a powder to blow it up. There's gold here someplace. And I'm going to keep on panning until I find it. You're loco. There's nothing in this pit but some blue gravel. Listen, Harvey, I'll do the mining and you the law work. Which is more than you've done so far. Shut up, I'm tired of listening to alibis. Come on up to the shack. It's getting too dark to wash any more sand. There's no use talking like that, mate. Stop beefing. Let's go up to the shack. A few moments later, four horsemen rode through the fur-fringed jaws of Jubilee Pass. The Lone Ranger was in the lead. Jeff and Tommy followed, and Tonto brought up the rear. It was a bright moonlit night. Every rock and crag of the rugged country was outlined sharply against the flat valley that lay below. The masked man reined up suddenly and called a halt. Well, is this the place, Jeff? Yep, this is it. How far is Shale Town? About 20 miles, but the Cartwright Ranch is right below us, and the mine is just across that big ravine. Where'll we find this Nathan Black? The ranch, most likely. But uh, I'd like to stop by the mine first. I want to tell Tommy a few things about it. All right, lead the way. Get up here. Get up, get up. Get him up. riders threaded their way through a rock-strewn ravine. At its upper end, they reached a small creek that seemed to come tumbling out of nowhere. In single file, they headed upstream until they broke into a level clearing that was bounded on the far side by a deep chasm. Jeff Thompson brought his pony to a halt. He dismounted quickly, and the others followed suit. That's it, right over there. What? The mine, come on. See, this is it. Why, it's nothing but an open pit. Placer mine, Tommy. Apparently somebody's been working it. There's a sluice box and rocker in the creek. Nate. I'll bet Nate Black's been up here, and Harvey, too. He ever got over that punch in the jaw I gave him. Is this all there is to the mine? Aren't there any buildings? Tool shack right across the canyon there. Across the canyon? How do you get over there? When Cartwright first staked this claim, I was working for him. He couldn't build a tool shed here because the creek floods over every spring. So he put it over there and swung a cable across. How does it work? Block and tackle in a bucket. Does, does all this really belong to me, Pa? Sure does, Tommy. We'll go into Shale Town and see old Judge Barnes. He drew up your dad's will. Judge will recognize you. He knew your pa well. How much gold has been taken out of here, Thompson? Oh, not very much. I'd make a bet there hasn't been more than $200 panned here in the last five years. 200 You broke jail, stole horses, tried to kill me, and risked your life to get here? That doesn't make sense. There's something about this mine that I haven't told anybody. It's a secret only me and old John Cartwright knew about. What is it, Pa? Well, come over here to the sluice box. Hey, look at this box. A little bit different than most of them, you see. I don't understand. Hey, look down to the end. Those are iron riffles instead of wood or zinc. Well, what's that mean? Well, it means that it's... That's from the other side. The tool shed. Black. Nate Black. You better keep down. I've come from pass. Is there any other way off this clearing? Just the cable and the pass we came in. And those are both covered. They're shooting over our heads now, but if they drop their fire, we're trapped. Not as long as I can sling any lead with this forty-five. Wait, wait. You'll only show them exactly where we are. Those low-down sidewinders. Don't raise up. They're in that shack across the canyon. They can see every move you make. But I'm not going to stand it. Oh, Pa! Pa! Lie still, Tommy. You'll make the same mistake he did. Tommy. Yeah, Pa? I I think that one had my number on it, sir. Oh, no. He'll be all right, Pa. We'll hook those pole cats and get you down to a doctor in Shaletown. I don't want to last that long. But I want to tell you something, Tommy. Listen to me. What is it, Pa? 
The mine. Yeah? It's yours. Don't let Black cheat you. I'll get it, Paul. And, and Tommy, I don't know who this masked man is, but I know he's square. Trust him. Uh, I will. One, one more thing, Tommy. Yeah? <laughs> Call me. Call me Pa again. Will you, son? <laughs> yeah, my Pa. Best Pa in the world. Thanks, son. That's worth anything it ever cost me. Pa! Pa! He's gone. Yes. It's tough, Tommy. What we've got to do now is save ourselves. We can. There's only one chance. If I can get across that canyon, I can come up behind the tool shack. You heard what Pa said. The cable's the only way across. No, it isn't. You wait here with Tonto. Lie flat. What are you going to do? Ask my horse, Silver, to do the impossible. Oh, wait here. The masked man bent low and ran zigzag fashion across the open clearing. Flying lead missed him by inches, but he finally reached the large rock behind which Silver was waiting. He mounted the white stallion quickly and spoke in a low tone of voice. Easy. It's up to us, Silver. Rather, it's up to you. That's a 20-foot jump across the gorge. Can we make it? All right, big fella. Here we go. Come on, Silver. Like a bolt of silver lightning, the powerful white stallion shot from behind a protecting rock and raced across the clearing to the edge of the canyon. His ears seemed to flatten back for just an instant as though to hear the Lone Ranger's urgent cry that would send him across the gaping canyon. Now, Silver, jump! The moment the stallion's feet touched the earth, the Lone Ranger shouted his admiration. Good work, big boy. I knew you'd do it. Now over to the right. Back of that tool shed. Oh, Silver, oh! Grab your hand, both of you. Back of it. No, you won't. Stand where you are. He's wearing a mask. March over to that cable car. We're going over to the mine. Uh, you can't. Go on. Get moving. A few moments later, the prisoners were bound hand and foot. Have you tied them well, Tonto? Uh, me time plenty good. And I'll ride into Shale Town and get the sheriff. Uh, you and Tommy take care of Jeff. Then wait here. Uh. The one thing I can't figure out. What is it, Tommy? My pa, the man I thought was my pa, well, he died trying to protect a gold mine that looks like it was played out. What's a gold mine without gold? I think I know the answer, Tommy. Come over here. Jeff tried to tell us about this, but he didn't get a chance. Look at this sluice box. See the tiny bits of blue gravel stuck to the bottom of it? Sure, but those hunks of blue gravel aren't gold. You're right. They're far more precious than gold. Those little bits of blue gravel, Tommy, are sapphires. You've inherited a sapphire mine. Now, I bet that's something Nathan Black and his partner didn't know. Well, I'll be I've darned. I've got to go now and get the sheriff. You wait here with Tonto. Well, sure, but... I won't be long. Tommy watched the masked man walk quickly to the cable car and swing across the canyon. He saw him beckon to his horse and mount. Say, who is that fellow anyway? Uh, 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 that not just fellow, that lone ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>